Hi, everybody. Dick Vitale. Hey, make sure you listen, man, to Lockdown Blue Devils with J.J. Jackson. He's awesome, baby. You are Locked On Blue Devils, your daily podcast on the Duke Blue Devils, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Lockdown Blue Devils podcast. My name is J.J. Jackson. It's so great to have you here with us on game day. Duke takes on Oral Roberts to kick off the 2023 NCAA tournament, the 5-12 matchup that we'll be discussing here throughout today's show. My buddy Ryan Lohman at the Duke Nation will be a part of our program today to talk everything you need to know about this matchup and what it's going to take for another big-time Duke tournament run. If you haven't done so already, please be sure to follow and subscribe to this podcast for free wherever you get your podcast. If you're listening to us on the Apple Podcast platform, we would greatly appreciate a five-star rating and review. Your support of this program is absolutely incredible. It means the world to me when you take time out of your day to listen to what we have to say about all things Duke basketball. Now, also on today's show, as we talk about the NCAA tournament, if you're watching us on YouTube, I'd really appreciate if you like the video, hit that subscribe button. We surpassed 900 subscribers. Really exciting moment for the podcast here. Our ultimate goal is still that 1,000 mark, so we're on our way there. But without further ado, let me bring on my good pal Ryan Lohman, who joins us here on today's show. Best time of the year, man, and I thought nobody else that I wanted to kick off the March Madness run than you, my friend. So welcome into the show. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. It's uh, like we got done saying before we jumped on here, it's the best time of year, especially for sports. Uh, NBA is starting to ramp up as far as the player getting into playoff mode goes uh, and, and teams battling out there. And then March Madness, um, I can't beat it for sports. Spring's in the air in a lot of places, not not really where I'm at yet, but uh, we're getting there a little bit warmer weather. So it's, it's positive vibes all around and March Madness just is the uh, cherry on top. So I'm super pumped for it. Hopefully Duke gives us something to cheer about. So. Absolutely. Yeah, we need something to cheer about as we jump into uh, the NCAA tournament. We get ready for John Shire's debut here tonight as uh, he will coach his first game in the NCAA tournament looking for win number one. Obviously, it's a little different. You think March Madness, you think Mike Krzyzewski. This time we got to settle for Aflac commercials that he and Don Staley are a part of. They've replaced the football duo of Deion Sanders and and Nick Saban. So uh, no Coach K, who had 101 wins in his NCAA tournament career. Duke fans wish it was 103, but 101 wins. And here we are, Ryan. We're just looking for win number one to get started here with the John Shire era. Yeah, absolutely. 101 wins is not much to is is tough to get mad about. Uh, although it didn't end the way we wanted to, but I, the nice thing about with Shire coming in and doing this for the first time is that I feel like not only has the have the players peaked at the right time, but so has Shire and the staff. And so um, this is going to be a tough matchup, man. Oral Roberts is is um, no easy task. They obviously have some experience on their team, and so there's there's a little bit to be worried about there. But um, just how this team has played lately, the swagger they're playing with, and I will say, even though there have been some national people and some big names who have called Duke in the Final Four, like I still feel like there's enough of a chip on their shoulder. People like talking about Oral Roberts being another Cinderella team, um, returning players from that 2021 team that that made it to the what was it Sweet 16 or Elite Eight, whatever it was there. Um, and so I still think there's a chip on their shoulder with a lot of people betting against them in that game and uh, still have a lot to prove that they, they came to this tournament probably thinking they were going to be a four seed and they're a five seed against one of the best 12 seeds that there is out there. So definitely going to play the chip on their shoulder and they've been playing that way for the last nine, 10 games. So 
I'm excited to see uh, exactly what kind of fire they come out with uh, tonight. You set us up with the conversation right there, talking about where the Duke team was seated. It's been an entire topic of conversation. Duke players uh, meeting with the media yesterday, talking about, hey, you know, we kind of feel like uh, we've kind of been doubted all season long. That has been a motto that we've heard. Ryan Young, Kyle Filipowski, as Connor O'Neill from Devils Illustrated talked about, they're quick to jump on that quote that, hey, we have been doubted just a little bit. And you look at where the Stoop team sits, the number two five seed. If you're watching us on YouTube, we've got the field of 68, how the NCAA Tournament Selection Committee seeded all of these teams, one through 68, and they're at 48 is Duke's opponent and Oral Roberts. What jumps out to you here, Ryan? Yeah, the biggest thing for me that, that Duke can put the chip on their shoulder is that they basically beat UVA twice. I shouldn't say basically, but like they should have. And they did, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's still ranked two spots ahead of them. Um, they have – there's teams ahead of them that just like aren't playing that great at this time, and I'm one that really likes hot teams going into March. Um, and just a team that not only is hot, but seems to just be like figuring it out and, and the players – how do I say this? It's when Duke had the potential of the talent that they have, it's different than like when a team like Missouri gets hot, who has like some guy, they're just not like guys who you expected to be there. And they're just kind of playing out of their minds. Like this is kind of what we expected Duke to be at the start of the season, which is probably unrealistic. But now that Duke's coming into their own, it's a little bit different kind of hot in my opinion. And so teams like Indiana, Tennessee, who is, who lost their point guard and has struggled lately, uh, Virginia, obviously, we we wiped them in the in the ACC championship game. We beat Xavier back when we weren't the team we currently are. So uh, UConn struggling quite a bit at times in the last couple months. So like I don't think we should have leapfrogged into like the top three seed category, but I do think Duke was playing at the level of a of, of a four seed, um, especially if you look at the teams who are there in front of them and how they've played played recently. I think that has to come into it all, and it seems like that. And, and they've said it, the eighth, the conference championships don't, they don't take that into account a lot of times. The seeds are kind of already set for the most part. So I guess it was kind of expected, but I, I think that's kind of BS. And um, especially when teams are hot like Duke was. So, well, well, we're flushing all the rankings out of the way. We're getting set for the game tonight. The scoreboard currently right now says Duke zero, Oral Roberts zero, an even playing field. 40 minutes of basketball straight ahead. So let's get ready to dive right into the matchup here in just a moment as Lockdown Blue Devils continues in a moment. Lockdown Blue Devils here today is brought to you by our friends over at FanDuel. There's no one else I trust when it comes to March Madness than our good friends over at FanDuel, the number one sports book in America. Why? Well, new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. This is also applicable with the NBA as they get closer to the postseason. Teams really trying to get into playoff positioning. One through 10, what's it going to look like? Well, we've got this no sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores, three-point shots drained, and so much more. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a larger payout with a same-game parlay. So don't miss your chance to get the no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash on. That's FanDuel.com slash on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Here we are moving forward on today's episode of Locked On Blue Devils. J.J. Jackson alongside my pal Ryan Lohman. You've seen him on Twitter, at the Duke Nation. And, buddy, you have, you've expanded this coverage of Duke basketball 
that you've had all season long. It's been incredible to follow. If you don't follow at the Duke Nation, are you really a Duke basketball fan at this <laughs> point? So if you will, tell me a little bit about your coverage. Yeah, so right now doing I uh, haven't I signed on with with the season ticket that will ramp up more so next year's articles and and maybe even more of a podcast comes out there but um, expanded over to TikTok as well that kind of is being is gotten more fun I have one that's almost at like 50,000 views and it's been kind of fun to like watch it like blow up a little bit and <laughs> like a lot of UNC Duke fans talking in my my comments and almost at 500 followers now so that's kind of cool. Uh, but yeah, the main place is, is Twitter and Instagram. Uh, I got a guy named Will who does the Instagram. Him and I partnered a while back. So check us out there. But yeah, Twitter is where it started, where I put most of my time and effort into. And uh, I will probably be live tweeting a lot of the March Madness games just because I'm, I don't know about you guys, but I take off work and sit in my base, yeah. my three TVs and watch it. So uh, it's my favorite time of the year. And I, I can't wait to to share coverage with everybody while everybody else is enjoying it as well. Yeah, it's going to be a great sight there in the Loman household when March Madness gets going later today to watch all of the games. Tomorrow we've got a full slate of games. And then we're hoping that the Stoop team is playing on Saturday when the round of 32 gets started and Duke can continue to move forward. And this one. All right. So when you look at Oral Roberts, this matchup in particular, what jumps out to you? Yeah, the biggest one I feel like is what's on everybody's mind is is probably going to be Proctor. And so here's another thing is that I I've watched a little bit of Oral Roberts basketball, but never actually really paid attention to how they pronounce his last name. I've heard Abmus for Max Abmus, but he I, I read articles where he says it's pronounced Asmus or yeah. Asmus. So one of the two. Super confusing on that. I was kind of rattled coming to this. I'm like, I don't know exactly how you're supposed to say his name, but anyways, we'll say the Proctor Max matchup because most people yeah. understand who, who I'm referring to, who had that um, that run back in 2021. Uh, the thing with that is, and they obviously have, I think it's Connor, but Banover as well, who's seven five, which <laughs> I, it's it's one of those where it's like that tackle fall game all over again, except for I think we have the bigs to combat him, and he's he's not he's a completely different player than. Uh, then Taco Fall was he he stretches the floor he shoots uh, the three ball as well but he doesn't really have a post up game and doesn't really do much around the rim very well so um, seeing how we defend him and how he defends Flip or Lively or whoever because I just think it's a bad matchup like Flip can take him off the dribble Flip can extend him out and and open up the paint for a guy like Lively or Mitchell to to make uh, ISO drives in but um, yeah just hoping that they're they're a decent shooting team hoping that um proctor can lock up max mitchell can take i forget their their th uh the guy at the three who can shoot it um hopefully he can take him on and I, i'm not as concerned as a lot of people like oh roberts is like the flashy pick and oh like this is where duke's magical streak of nine games ends but i'm just not seeing it from what i i, I watched that uh, summit league championship game i went to ndsu so i had a little bit of an, an uh, stake in that but um they just didn't impress me much and ndsu just looked really lazy and bad on defense and so i think with the way this team's been playing defense lately and how they've been able to shoot the ball a lot better um just don't let max go off for 30 points and i think this is a 10 to 20 point game by middle of the second half that's certainly what we're hoping for we hope that we can be put in a spot where uh, we're not stressed in this round of 64 where america is not actively rooting against Duke to be upset as they are each and every year. Uh, but Duke's got to be on their A game, as we well know, once it comes uh, to be tournament time. So talking about the Duke team, three-point shooting has improved over the last few weeks on the offensive end, uh, making sure Duke can continue to be productive, scoring in the paint 
with someone like Kyle Filipowski offensively? What do you think it looks like for Duke? Yeah, the one player who's sparked a lot of interest in me, and I've said it on Twitter the last couple of weeks, is how well Mark Mitchell has played uh, just from an efficiency standpoint. He's taking much better shots when he gets to the paint. It seems like it's almost automatically going to go in the way he uh, uses his body to shield off defenders and and get the ball up above the rim and, and <clears throat> let the backboard or, or just his touch do the rest. Um, obviously Tyrese Proctor, who at one point was shooting a sub 30% from three is now up over 30%, which not an ideal shot, but we all knew his, he had that shot and he had the ability to knock it down. So seeing that has been great. Um, and then just kind of a sneaky X factor that he's been consistent when he's played is Derek Whitehead, um, shooting 41% from three is huge for this team. And in March, you need shooters to, to shoot well. Um, and you need guard play. Obviously, that's the, the hot topic these days is good, solid guard play and, and shot makers are what gets you through March. And right now, I think Duke has the best or has one of the best, if not the best backcourts coming into March and, and the hottest. So um, Roach and Proctor just doing their thing that they have been doing for the last couple of weeks. And then Whitehead knocking down shots when he can just huge. And then obviously flip just being consistent. You can't have him getting into foul trouble, turning the ball over, got to limit those. And so. Um, this Duke team just keeps clicking on offense and it's been fun to watch. It's really fun to watch what the Duke team has been able to do so far this season. And we're hopeful that it can continue uh, as we go into the steep March run and, and seeing what the offense looks like from both the outside and the interior. It's time for freshmen to make an impact. It's time for Derek Lively, the second and Kyle Filipowski to be grown men in this matchup because guard play is what we talk about a lot in March. And yet here with, Vanover on the Oral Roberts side and Filipowski and Lively. Uh, it could come down to a battle of the bigs and what kind of an impact those fellas can make. Yeah, it's just I'm, I'm very interested to see how a Oral Roberts uses him and guards us because they, they were reluctant to go to zone a lot this year. And I'd be interested to see if that's what they go with, with Duke having Lively and Flip as the two seven footers down low and just trying to clog that paint and mess it up as much as possible and forcing Duke to hit shots, which I said it on, I think I said it on Twitter. I, I said it in a direct message yesterday. Like I'm, I'm very confident that if they go to zone that we'll knock down shots and that we'll force yeah. them to go back to man eventually. Um, now how we guard Vanover is another interesting thing. Are we going to just stick lively on him, have him, have him follow him around or is it going to be a flip thing? So um, to me, I'm not super concerned with either. I prefer flip goes on him and can, as Vanover is one to stretch the floor, you just keep uh, lively back down in the paint or whoever he would end up guarding then have flip trail him all over as he tries to chuck up his threes and his jump shots as any seven, five guy likes to do um, and kind of just roll with that. But very interested to see how the coaching staff does it. I think, I've, I think they said uh, Jay Lucas has kind of been the D coordinator this year. So what he has to draw up is, is going to be interesting. Um, but very excited to see that, especially with the staff coming in as hot as they have been. Yeah, as we talked about, Vanover on the offensive end of the floor at 7-5 also stretches it out a little bit. Much like Filipowski, he's hit 42 three-pointers this season, right at about a 33% clip. Uh, second time that, that Connor Vanover has been on a bench opposite the Blue, Duke Blue Devils in his career, as we discussed earlier in the week. Connor Vanover was at Arkansas the last three years, did not play at all against Duke in the Elite Eight matchup last season transfers down from an SEC school to be on a Summit League championship team at Oral Roberts, and now he's much more of a factor. So the big fella can get out and shoot it a little bit, 
which is something that you've got to be wary of as well. And I'm sure, uh, as has been discussed this entire season, talking to the defensive coordinator, Jay Lucas, and what he's been able to do with the staff. Man, Ryan, I tell you, Duke takes you off the three-point line. Like, if you're a team that likes to shoot threes, sorry, Duke's not going to let you do that. Yeah, that, that's what I'm like. I don't know. Like, I'm, I feel like I'm overconfident. Like, yeah. everybody, like, every my year we get this way. Yep. Yeah. Like, my buddy Russ, uh, Duke Better on Twitter, like, I, I had to give him crap because he just is, is hyping up Oral Roberts so much. And I get it. They, they are a very good team. They swept their league. Like, the, this is, they're no slouch, but it's not, and that has nothing to do with how good they are. It has to do with how confident I am in Duke uh, and, and their ability to, like you said, take guys off the three. Their shooting has, drastically improved the last couple of weeks of the season um, flip playing at a, at a all ACC level, obviously. And I just, I'm just more confident in our guys than I am that they uh, will be up to the challenge than I am in Oral Roberts stepping up and, and getting an upset here. Yeah. M- much respect to, to this Oral Roberts squad. I just, I like Duke better. I think Duke's going to be able to find a way to get this done. They're playing at Duke for a reason. Uh, the Summit League certainly did not test Oral Roberts to the degree that the ACC did for Duke and their non-conference schedule. Um, some are probably going to take that as a slight. I don't know how you would do that, though, when you just look at the level of competition being played in those conferences. Yeah, I don't blame Oral Roberts at all. And they went at Houston this year and, and got beat, but I don't put much stock in, in the November games and December games of the non-conference schedule for or even for big time schools like us, or even the, the um, mid-major schools as well. It's just, you're still trying to find out who you are as a team. And like you said, they have transfers coming in just like any other team does. So just trying to get a feel for it. Um, Houston locked them down. It wasn't, it was a 30 some point game. So um, yeah, I, I, it's not a slight against Oral Roberts. I just think this Duke team is, is tre- trending in the right direction on both sides of the ball. It's not like they're just shooting threes and, and getting lucky every game. They are locked down defense right now, which is, it's exciting to see in Duke jerseys again. I've been wrong before. I certainly hope I'm not wrong today. It's just been a lot of praise for Connor Vanover this week, rightfully so. You're seven foot five. I can only imagine what that's like. I've made this a known fact. The one thing I want to accomplish in life before I die is dunking a basketball once. And for <laughs> someone like him, that's very easy to do. But Ryan, he didn't play at Arkansas. He was there for three years, had to find another way to uh, another opportunity to play. He's gotten it at Oral Roberts and has been a good player there. Uh, but, uh, yeah, there's there's a little bit too much hype on this Oral Roberts squad, I feel like. And just a little bit. I'm all for it. Like, we're a five seed. They're a 12 seed. It's that cute little matchup that it happens every year. I'm fine with that. There are much more intriguing 5-12 matchups, I think, <laughs> to pick your upset on than this one. But you're right. When you have a 7-5 guy who sat in the ACC for three years and, and – The SEC, yeah, yeah. Played, like, that shows me something. And, two, he just doesn't have a post-up game. Like, I've watched – I watched that that NDSU game. I've watched a few of his highlights that have been posted throughout Twitter. It's just like he's not going to back to the basket. You like tackle fall and just dunk over the top of you. <laughs> That's just not his game. He doesn't have that. So uh, just not as concerning. And I'm now I'm starting to get too cocky, but uh, I'm just very confident in this Duke's team's ability. We got to fix ourselves because I'm the same way, right? The more we talk, the more hyped we get. We're like, oh no, this isn't great. Here we go again. Um, yeah, and what's weird is like I wasn't this, I don't know if I was this confident going into last year. We'd have to rewind the tape on our shows last year. But yeah. Going into the tournament last year is what we were two seed. Like I, I don't think I had the same level of confidence just looking at our region. Our region was tough. And so um just I, yeah, I think this is a little bit different just the way this team's playing and um where they came from. So yeah, we, we talked last week. Duke is the most dangerous team in the ACC, and in so many ways you could make the case that this Duke squad is one of the most dangerous 
in the entire country, how well they've been playing as of late, how together they are. Shire looks like he has been doing this for 42 years. To bring our conversation back full circle, his mentor on the sideline for 42 seasons, 101 wins in the NCAA tournament. Shire looks super poised and ready to rock and roll in this uh, in this atmosphere and looking for his first NCAA tournament win. Yeah, absolutely. That's the other big thing that, that people aren't talking about as much is just the growth that he's had. And I've tried to shout it out as much on Twitter because I was a critic for the first couple months. Like there just wasn't adjustments being made that people, a lot of fans could see. And that, that means that the the staff is, is obviously aware of it too. If the everyday ordinary fan can see that, hey, like putting Ryan Young out there for 25 minutes a game isn't going to get the job done. And uh, maybe that shouldn't be the case. And, and over time, I'm sure it had to do with getting Lively back into the swing of things. And once he did, then Ryan Young's minutes dis- diminished. And so um, there's just some other aspects that I, I feel like have improved on from, like you said, the defensive side. Jay Lucas is, has coached that up well. Um, and just, just the confidence of this team, Jeremy Roach moving off the ball to be the, the, the two guard instead of primary ball handler and Tyrese Proctor's growth. Um, man, he looks like the, the, the guy we saw in highlights uh, from his from his FIBA days with Australia. And so that's exciting to see. And um, I'm really excited to see how this team steps up in March because we have Jeremy Roach, who stepped up last year in March. We have uh, Proctor, who's done it overseas and played at the international level. So like yeah. this, not that he's not going to be nervous, but like this isn't completely new territory to him as far as the big stage goes. Um, and so having those that, that experience in the backcourt there, I think, is what's going to be huge for Duke. With the season ticket, with Duke Nation, Duke Crazy Twitter Live, everything you got going on, what do you need people to know about uh, Ryan as uh, as we get March Madness started? Yeah, I mean, from I I might be recording a podcast uh, at some point here before the the game with a couple guys that that run the Duke Nation podcast uh, with Dan Labiola and and uh, and Nick as well. We we do it. I, I haven't been on as much as I would like to. It's going to change going forward, but. Uh, probably on the lookout for that, but yeah, I'm, I'm hoping this year that I start tweeting out some, some more stuff other than Duke throughout the tournament. Cause it's just, it's so exciting to like, to watch it and, and, and to not share my thoughts is weird while I'm watching basketball. So I'm gonna have to do that a little bit more this year. I love that. Well, thanks so much for the time. Enjoy the game today. And hopefully when we talk again, we're still talking about this Duke March Madness. I'm not ready for, is he coming back or not conversations no. again? We're not ready no. for that at all, Ryan. Not yet. I God, man, I started to see all the transfer portal stuff happening this week, and it's like, <laughs> oh, my God, let's just have this run extend at least to the end of March so we can not worry about that for another yes. few Amen. weeks. I, I'm not ready to go into that mode Amen. yet. Well, Ryan, thanks for the time. We'll do this again soon, okay? Appreciate it, JJ. Let's do it. All right, that's my pal Ryan Lohman at the Duke Nation on Twitter. Be sure to give him a follow right there. That's going to do it for our show today. March Madness Basketball is here. Duke and Oral Roberts tonight. 710 Eastern that you can watch them in the NCAA tournament. That's going to do it for today's show. As always, go Duke. I'll talk to you tomorrow. My name is JJ Jackson. Thank you and good day.